financial strife. Roommates for life. Roommates till we die. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I like you added the old. I mean, if we're gonna, you know, uh, keep missing these jokes, we gotta come up with some new some, laughs at the beginning. New. I know. Oh, <laughs> uh, you, damn it! Uh, uh, hey, how's it going? I'm good. How are you, Simon? This is roommates for life. life. Uh, I'm Simon Gibson. This is uh, MK. Doodly Hoggy Doo. Big Hog. Paulsonia. That nickname's actually going to catch on and I'm going to hate it. Yeah. Well, because eventually you're going to have to show someone your pee pee. And they're going to be like, they're going to be like, that ain't big. That's huge. Okay. Um, It is good to be here. We're recording. This is a special occasion because this is by far Mm -hmm. the earliest that we've ever recorded a podcast. Who knew? I mean, I got up early and sent a text and I was like, is this train still running on time, guys? Yeah. Well, our guest uh, has not even responded to my text messages. He's for sure dead. He is. Well, I mean, he's for sure. If you know this guy, he's passed out. I mean, we're saying his name, right? I mean, it's Adam Posse. It's Adam Posse. He's passed out under He's a, on a victory lap right now. He's passed now, out though. under a bucket of Jolly Bee fried chicken right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so only, the story was we've, we we kind of struggled getting a guest this week. And yeah, they, we, uh, we had a, you know, we had some cancellations. We had some miscommunications. Miscommunication. Um, and uh, so, yeah. Uh, you know the podcast is going to come out today. Yeah, it's we're recording. We're at 9 recording and at nine a.m. on Thursday, August eighth, <laughs> and it will come out sometime in the afternoon yeah. of August eighth. So yeah. you know we're really we're staying. <laughs> remember current. when we were we were backlogged five episodes? Yeah, <laughs> so like, I like being current though. I do Keeps like it being fresh. Current. Um, I do like being current. Yeah, I guess we got to start off with. Uh, the Middlebury updates. The middle. Uh, there's. A, I got a lot for the Middlebury round. Middlebury. Middlebury update. That sounded really religious. That's the new. Is that the new? Middlebury. I hate it. <laughs> Please stop right now. Uh, so um, yeah. So what's going on? You, what you wrote? Down I feel like that. I know more about the Middlebury updates because you're I park on, the on the streets. Yeah, yeah, you're on the streets. I'm not on the streets. I'm. I, I'm safe. In there. Well, I can't go back to the streets. Since this is a super current episode, literally just, I'll tell you, literally this happened moments ago, 30 well, minutes ago, as I was coming back. We got coffee this morning, get yeah, ready for the cast. Lovely coffee. I was parking a woman. So we live across the street from the Japanese Cultural Center. I probably shouldn't say that, but. Why? I don't, every week we get more specific about the exact oh, yeah. location about where we you live. You literally said basically <laughs> where we live. <laughs> I have multiple stalkers. <laughs> They're all my mom. Oh, we got to get to your mom in a minute. Also, shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. I actually, she was messaging on the Instagram, and I, I messaged back, and I didn't realize it was her, and I think we were both confused, and then... Because she thought you were me, yeah, maybe. Yeah, and the, it, was a, it was a comedy of errors, I'll tell you. <laughs> She's like, remember when I used to wipe your bob bottom? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, That's mom, I know, that was last time I was in Portland. <laughs> Uh, can't quite reach back <laughs> Two there. Two weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. I can't reach. Uh, no, so this morning in the Japanese Cultural Center parking lot, there was a woman, and I, she was, I would, 
I don't. We don't need to talk about race, but I would say yes, we do. She was a. That's pl- what this podcast is really about. <laughs> is a white man. <laughs> a white man talking to another white man. <laughs> a white man about race. There we, there we go. Why am I singing? I've had too much coffee. I've lost my mind. Uh, lady in the parking lot. I don't know. I'll just say she wasn't a white lady. She was walking around, something's going on, and she was just screaming, Koreans are the best people. I love Koreans. And I wanted to be like, you know you're in, not in the Korean Cultural Center parking lot. You're in the Japanese Cultural Center yeah. parking lot. So that was a real interesting thing going on this morning. So that was 8 a.m. That was at 8 a.m. across the street. Other Middlebury. So this is another Middlebury update I love. Yeah. And I've, I've actually, I realized this last night. I was like, how have I not talked about this? I park on the street. I have a new favorite spot to park on the street. Uh-huh. And I know where it's at because there is, right around the corner, an old refrigerator that somebody just threw out on the sidewalk. Uh, and I fridgy. pull up Carol the Corolla every night and park right next to that old dead refrigerator right on the street. And I do think we need a new segment that's the update on what's going on with the with that fridge. With the curb fridge. Freddy the curb Freddy Fre- Freddy it? curb uh, curb, curb fr- Freddy fridge freaking f- old dead side sidewalk fridge. Curb fridge. Curb fridge? Curb your infrigiasm. <laughs> well, I found it. I'll always find well, it. He gets it every time. So I've really kind of developed a, a passion and affinity for this fridge. That's just kind of, It's on its side. It's not even upright. It's just on its side like it's napping. Yeah. I've um, seen this fridge. You see, you know the fridge. Yeah. So that's an exciting thing going on in the Middlebury Corner. Wow, it's really exciting. And then the other thing, yesterday... I saw four young men being arrested. Whoa. Yeah, there was a cop car. On our street? I don't know if they were arrested. They didn't have cuffs on, but they were like, yeah, they're like backs, and they had their hands behind their backs, but like their hands were crossed because the cops were talking to them. I don't know what's going on. I felt bad for them. They were kind of young guys, and I hope they're okay, but also I hope they didn't do anything horrible. And they I, probably didn't. They probably I feel just like it's probably profiled. drug stuff. It might have been that too. Man, one time I maybe uh, just profiled. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, curb your infrigiasm. More like curb your privilegiasm. Um, I need to do that. One time, I uh, that reminded me because you know, old Simey, little baby. You know, he's got somewhat of a <laughs> sordid past, uh, you know, drug abuse, <laughs> jail. Past? <laughs> Let me tell you something. So this is where I get real, you know, from <laughs> this, is, this is the real world. Simon takes a knee. Yeah. <laughs> starts Simon talking to the kids. <laughs> Simon takes a knee. Simon, it's the it's literal, like, turns a chair around and sits down. <laughs> yeah. Uh. I mean, even when I was doing drugs, I still kept a job the whole time. <laughs> wow. The same job. I got fired from that job after I cleaned up. Ironic. That uh, is ironic. It was my past. You had too many goals and too many dreams. Too many goals and dreams. Uh, but one time, me and my friends were walking down the street. Uh, we were like 18. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were going to the park. Beautiful, mm-hmm. sunny day. Uh, we get stopped by the cop. Uh, 
essentially because he said we he said that he had reports of uh, teenagers running through uh, backyards. Oh God! And we we're like, we don't know what. Simon's not running. I ain't running. <laughs> I ain't running. I especially ain't hopping no fence. See, that's okay? what I think profiles would have actually. Worked, yeah, would have right? helped. They'd be like, this guy ain't this running. Is, he's not hopping a fence. Well, I, actually, though, back then I I was in incredible meth shape, so oh, I was right. actually that's very incredible. slim and trim. Um, uh, <laughs> but I think we were, yeah, we were just like going to the park to like throw a football around, you know, mm-hmm. and a uh, cop stops us total profile, just teenage punks, you know, yeah. um, and, uh, takes all our names down. Turns out little baby has a bench warrant for never going to a drug and alcohol class. So I, uh, Immediately get arrested. Oh, no. I was also dabbling with uh, the selling of narcotics at that time. So I He's had a businessman. A, I, was a, I was an entrepreneur. Uh, so, so, you know, I had, I had a, I think I only had like a quarter ounce of marijuana in two separate bags, though. So yeah. this is like before. This is back in the old days, kids. Marijuana used to not be legal yeah. and you used to have to buy it from a guy yeah. who you would pretend was your friend. And <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, basically he finds it. Um, and I say I'm in the back of the cop car handcuffed. All my friends are mm-hmm. let go. And I say to the cop, I'm like, how's that fan? Uh, there's a fan on. There's folks. a fan on, and so if that's what you hear, it's probably it's ruined. So uh, basically, I say to the cop, I was like, "Hey, I'm not arguing that I had a warrant, um, but you had no right to stop us. Mm-hmm. You, we didn't do anything." And then the cop was like silent, and he's like looking down for a second, and then he's like. You guys could have left at any time. You didn't have to stay and talk to us. And I was like, I was like, really? I was like, so if we would have just told you to That's screw not off, true though, right? If we would just told you to screw off, we could have just walked away. And he was silent for a second, and then he was like, "Well, since you're already in enough trouble, I'm gonna forget about this weed." And he gets out of the car. Walks into some random person's driveway, yeah, and just pours the weed out on the ground, Jesus, and lazily just kind of crushes it with his foot, and then gets back into the car, and then is like, you know, they're probably just going to give you another court date and let you go, yeah. Uh, and that was extreme case of privilege. I understand. Yeah, I did look. I was nineteen, eighteen or nineteen, but I did look. Like I was five yeah. uh, back in those days. Uh, but then, he, you know, we go to jail. Turns out my warrant is from another county. So wait, so you did go to jail? I, I was in jail for like two, two days and, Are you serious? and two nights. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Big boy jail. Little baby Gibby in big boy jail. Just uh, because you had a warrant. Because I had a warrant. So like. Uh, and it was literally just for not going to a drug and alcohol class, basically. What did you get that for? So that 
uh, was me and my friend were driving to the coast. We had an unopened case of beer in the back that uh. some guy bought for us at um, at a liquor store, and uh, and we were going. You mm-hmm. know, we were driving to the coast to meet up with some babes. Some babes. Uh, <laughs> some sweet babes. And uh, my friend was a freaking idiot. He was like one of the stupidest people I've ever known in my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a he's a <laughs> he avid knows a listener. lot of comedians. <laughs> yeah, and I know a lot of stand-up comics and, more importantly, improvers. Okay. Um, so he passes. You know, he had one of these, like, he had a bright red, like, 91 Acura Integra with one of those ridiculous, like, lawnmower mufflers. <laughs> it was so loud, so obnoxious. Matched yeah, his yeah. personality yeah. perfectly. Um, and so he, like, you know, it's like 11 o'clock at night when we decide to drive out there. So he passes someone on one of these, like, backwood roads on your way to the coast from Portland. And uh, immediately there's, like, a cop, like, right there, pulls him over. He doesn't have insurance mm-hmm. on the car. Uh, or maybe he didn't even have a license. Oh, I don't wow. even know. So they tow us, uh, find the beer, write us both tickets. I think we were, I think, yeah, we were minors in possession. Yeah. Um, because we were 21, and then tows his car and leaves us in the middle of nowhere. Jeez. Uh, we were like an hour outside of Portland, hour to the coast. His brother had to come pick us up. Did y'all have like, cell phones? He didn't know cell phones. This is like right when cell phones. Yeah. This is how old I am, folks. This is like 90, this is like 99 or this 02 was, or something. No, this is like, yeah, 2002, yeah. maybe, 2003. Um, Do you think we would have been friends if we would have known each other back then? Of course. I was hilarious. And you would have been there. (laughs) I would have been there. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so, yeah, basically, you know, he's like, oh, they're just going to give you another court date and let you go. And so then I get there, and I'm talking to the to the person they keep and i'm like they're for hours and they keep like they there's like different rounds of people who are coming in mm-hmm. and then being released and what I'm, did your mom say and i did was you, like were you able to call your mom well here's the thing so i was like i was like oh man what's going on and then i walk up to the counter you know they have counter service at uh your holding <laughs> I'll centers i'll have a latte <laughs> yeah in county i was like do you guys have matcha <laughs> yeah <laughs> Uh, what's your almond milk situation? Yeah. Are you, do you out have a, of the ham and cheese croissants? Yeah, do you have a barista blend oat milk series? It's I prefer it when it's steamed. It's good cold too. Um, and uh, so I was like, I was like, hey, what's going on? I feel like I should have been released. And then she's like, oh yeah, let me look it up. You know, very nice, polite. Yeah. Uh, and then types it in, and then she says, uh, she says to me, <laughs> all right, she says. Well, your warrant is from uh, so-and-so Podunk County. Uh, So you either are going to be in uh, holding until your court date, which is three weeks from now, or you can pay the bail right now and be released, which is 10% of what it actually is. And I was like, oh, what's the 10%? And she was like, it's $500. Yeah. And I was like, that is a million dollars to me. Yeah. I call mom. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, mom, you know, collect call. 
very, uh, you know, yeah, very cool. Very 2002. Yeah, I felt very cool. Uh, and I was like, Mom, I'm in jail. I had a warrant, and my bail's $500. And my mom's like, I don't have $500. Good Jeez. luck. No, she didn't say good luck, but she's like, I don't know what to tell you. I, I don't have 500 This was also, like, in the middle of where... Every other week, I am doing something insane. Yeah. Uh, so, so th- that was kind of like a last straw kind of thing, and um, yeah. And then time time goes. It's like eight nine o'clock, and they're like, "All right, well, time to put you in holding or uh, in a county." Yeah. So. So you were in the county slammer. Yeah. Uh, but what it was is it was the Portland court. It was like the downtown courthouse. Yeah. So they have a jail cell, but it's basically all people that are waiting to get to like get sentenced mm. to go somewhere else. So looking back on it, I was like, it wasn't r- like it wasn't. There were no clicks formed because nobody knows what's happening. So it's yeah, like a yeah. lot of just people that are did thinking about. Did you have a roommate? Did you I have did. a cellmate? I, I did have a. I had a roommate. What was his? Do- oh yeah, <laughs> so we can bring it back to the podcast. I mean, let's find. <laughs> tell us about your roommate. Tell us about <laughs> your jail. roommate in jail. We're gonna find this guy. Hey, we gotta find. We him. gotta get him on the cast. <laughs> uh, I'm for sure he's dead, but no, I, I hope he's still alive. Uh, well, this is the whole thing because when they. Because, you know, you get strip searched yeah, yeah, yeah. with a bunch of other guys. Did they, like, check your bum? There was So there was seven There was seven other people standing in a row. A good chunk of us were homeless. Um, us. Because, uh, you know, <laughs> I was one of them at this point. And there was one guy who just smelled so terrible. Oh, it, like, dude. I mean, it really just wafted and stunk up the whole room, you know. But we're just standing there naked. He's like, all right, lift up your sack. Lift up your sack. Could you, you imagine? You turn around. I turned around. You know, he's like, all right, bend over, spread your crack. And uh, I spread my crack. And the prison guard was like, that's not wide enough. <laughs> Stop it. You're so bullshit. I'm not lying. <laughs> that's so bullshit. I'm not lying. It sounds made up. It sounds like a comedy. But he's like, he's like, that's not wide enough. And I turned around and literally said, I've never done this before. (laughs) You like, you're, I just imagine you're like holding your crack open. You're like, I've never done this before. Literally, I'm turning around, butt cheeks spread, not quite wide enough. Pants at your ankles. No pants. They took all your clothes. They took all your clothes away. So you're walking around naked with these like other. Yeah. Uh, wow. And I, I'm like, I've never done this before. And I I couldn't make this up. I don't have a good enough imagination. He, the prison, without even skipping a beat, after I say, I've never done this before, he leans in and he says, well, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> oh, boy. No, uh, I was just, I was flabbergasted. He was also like, he looked like Jabba the Hutt. He was like the fattest guy I've ever oh, seen. Oh, no. Um, I'm just imagining Orange is the New Black and like one of the like, like an like awful prison people. Yeah, picture, picture that prison guard in your mind yeah. and then add 200 pounds. Yeah. And make him shorter somehow. So, whatever, that's over. We get our prison clothes. Yeah. I was like, at the beginning, they're like, 
do you want to buy a uh, uh, do you want to buy um, what is it like a, like a toothpaste thing what, mm-hmm. what's it like a self care yeah like they a, called it self care yeah. <laughs> do you want um, like um, a, can I have a matcha latte <laughs> yeah what the, do you have any uh, do you have any uh, books on meditation and uh, and self love uh, so you get our clothes uh, we walk in. And at this time, it was like all the all the cell doors were open. It was like you know, it was like social hour or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I walk in with like the seven other guys, and this mother effer to the whole. It's like two stories mm-hmm. of you know cells and you know guys just like talking to each other in front of the whole place. He does this like la di da little dance. And then points at me, and he's like, hey, everybody, look out. We got a rookie on board. Points right at me, a child. Yeah. Because I'm I'm 19 or whatever, and I can't emphasize enough how yeah. much I looked like Dennis the Menace. Uh, <laughs> or Macaulay Culkin, you know? Yeah. I was like, huh? Oh, Give it to say, what can I... Yeah. And then... Do your impression of the... Poor Italian oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> uh, but the papa. <laughs> I don't want to be in a cellar with all these other guys. <laughs> I don't want to show you my balls or spread them a crack. A oh, papa, no. Italian orphan Simon Gibson, yeah. everybody. Ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <laughs> so then they put me, I didn't expect to tell this story. Yeah. But that's what happens when you don't have a guest because yeah, they are we're going on the ra- down the rabbit hole. Still no, still, still no, no text back. He's, I, we hope he's okay. I hope he's okay. Adam Posse. And he's on a victory Portland's, lap. He just yeah, won. Yeah, Portland's funniest person. He deserves it. He's a crusher. Yeah. And I'm crushing on him. Yeah. You know? <laughs> flakiest person in Portland. Yeah, more like flakiest <laughs> person in Portland. That was a joke Evan, our producer, made before. Portland, but it was also Portland's flakiest person. Portland's flakiest. So give it up so for Evan. Right. Give it up. A round of applause for Evan. Love him. Love him. Um, um, okay, so yeah, so then they put me in the they put me in the cell. Also, I love how I just flimpantly yeah, flicked my wrist as cell. I said they put me in a cell. <laughs> I was like, "Shut up, idiot!" Yeah. I go in the cell. There's two guys uh, sitting on the bed. Hispanic guy, black guy. Mm-hmm. They're reading a comic together <laughs> on the bottom yeah. bed. I walk in. I got my pillow. My Three's blank. company, guys. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> just walk in. I was like, hey, boys. I walked in. I was like, I think we got a sitcom. <laughs> uh, and I had my blanket and my pillow. My, I just imagine you a little blanket, like 19-year-old Simon, just like, hey. Yeah, I had my blanket. I had my pillow. I'm like, is anybody brewing you, hot cocoa? Does anybody want to tuck me in? I need to be tucked in. I get scared. So I have my pillow, my blanket. They're sitting on the bed, and they look at me. And there are two beds. Mm-hmm. In a in a the tiniest room mm-hmm. you've ever seen, it makes my room look like the freaking Ritz. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they're like, "I don't know, I don't know. I guess you can just sleep right here." And they pointed at the floor that is literally next to the toilet. Oh my God, are you serious? And so I was like, <sighs> "Is that legal? I, I feel like they have to give you a bed, don't they?" And I let out an exhale, and I dropped. I, just, I was like, and I dropped my blanket and my pillow on the ground. As soon as I did that, 
one of them jumps up from the bed and he's like, oh, hell no, this white boy did not just drop his shit on the ground and like comes barreling towards me. And I'm oh just my like, God. and I was like, well, this is it. Uh, Simon don't have teeth no more uh, yeah or a face that looks you know good yeah okay. uh, but he just walks right past me and uh, and then because the doors were still open you know so he walks right past me and he yells at the at the guard and he's like hey you gave this little fuck the wrong room and the guards like looks at his note and he's like oh <laughs> Jesus Christ oh yeah really? it's the next one over. He had put me in the wrong room. I'm assuming on purpose. Uh, to, sca- to like, yeah. scare you? Yeah. It was like some weird sort of kids scared straight. Yeah. Uh, so he's like, oh, it's Wouldn't have worked on me. <laughs> scared <laughs> yeah. gay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I go to the next the next room, uh, and it's, uh, and this, he was like a... He reminded me, did you ever see One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the big Native American guy who like never yeah, talks? Yeah. He looked just like that guy. That was your roommate. That was, that ended up being my roommate for life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> He's, he haunts my nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> 20 years to life. Roommates, 20 <laughs> years to life. Uh, and, and then he was like the chillest, nicest dude. Oh, he was, was like, he nice? Yeah, he was just like. You Did know, y'all talk about shit at all or not? Yeah, really? dude. Uh, but that might be a little too sad. Really? For today. For today. But, you know, first thing he said is he was like, just make sure you wipe the toilet off after you pee. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's no toilet. Yeah, it's just a. It's just a one thing. Yeah. And the splashback, folks, let me tell you. True, real, th- real thing. You got to be uh, diligent about it. Um, and then basically, uh, you know, I, that was, it was like 10 o'clock at night by this point. I went to sleep, woke up, there was like breakfast. Um, were you able to sleep? I did sleep. Yeah. I actually slept because I was like, well, my emotionally exhausting. Yeah. Emotionally exhausting. I was like, Hey, I think my weed's wearing off now too. Uh, (laughs) I'm sweepy. And so I woke up the next day, had breakfast. He was like, hey, I, I never use my margarine if you want it. I was like, Aww. I, was like, what I like a, this guy. Yeah, I was like, what a thoughtful roommate. And, and he then, really had a, like a, a tough backstory. Yeah, well, he was like homeless. And, mm-hmm. he, you know, he was like, yeah, this is actually better than than being out. So mm-hmm. I'm a, I, he was like, yeah, I'm getting released in like four or five months. And he's like, I'm thinking about just going down the street and robbing a liquor store so they'll put me back. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what he said to me. And I was like, oh. He says to me. So he says to <laughs> me. Um, All right. Got and it. then, yeah, you're maniacal <laughs> laughing. Making it. <laughs> as you open up your manifesto. We got to get a picture of freaking MK's notebook after it's this. It's truly nuts. I mean, it is very. People are concerned about me. They see it at seven. the open mics. And they're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, it's very Kevin Spacey in seven. Yeah. And I hate to even I say I don't even like. I, I don't like that analogy because of Kevin Spacey. Because of his. Kind, yeah. Yeah. But in that movie, he does play a serial killer. And then in real life, you know, he yeah. had some problems, too. Yeah. Uh, so basically what happened is I was in there the whole next day. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you're still in like the slammer. You're not like in the courtroom waiting for a court. No, no. Because then what happened is they're like, all right, you're getting transferred to another county jail. 
because that's where the judge is that you'll have to see. Yeah. So uh, I got transferred to another jail and then was going to get transferred to another one after that. And so... This is insane. I know. Glad I never told you this. Yeah. I know. I think you have kind of told me this. You told me you were in jail for two days once. Yeah. But I never told you the deets. Yeah. Probably because he never asked. Am I right, Evan? (laughs) I'm just Uh, busy, you know, thinking about how I look in different haircuts. Yeah. It's true. Well, you look great. Thank you. (laughs) So I'm in this holding cell with like 40 other guys. And uh, your roommates. I had forty roommates. <laughs> so, so a bit of an upgrade from here. Yeah, Simon loves the roommates. It was actually less roommates than I have now. <laughs> so uh, we're in, you know, we're in this holding cell. It's like two, three in the morning. It almost becomes like a slumber party. Yeah, because we're all like laying pillow on fights. our yeah <laughs> pillow fights, <laughs> assault. Somebody's doing a manicure. Yeah, <laughs> assault. Um. And then at like three in the morning, uh, guard walks in. And he's like, "Gibson, Simon." I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, me." <laughs> it's and me, he's Papa. Like, yeah, he's like, "Grab your shit. You got bailed out." And then, uh, so and then I look around at all these guys that are like getting transferred to like Oregon State Penitentiary. Yeah, that's a. Uh, and then heard some crazy stories in there. Uh, yeah. Also, I heard a, a joke in there that I used to say to people uh, a good amount of the time. Yeah. Um, but what so was the joke? You got to say the joke now. I will. Uh, but yeah, so he's like, you got bailed out. And just the look from all these guys in there that were just like, oh, you know. But at the time, I was just so thrilled. I hadn't pooped in days. Oh, yeah. Because um, you could. Because you, there's no privacy. No privacy. I've oh. never used to that sort of like exposure. Before, yeah. You know? I mean, I shower with my shirt on, <laughs> folks. <laughs> so yeah, I get bail- it turns out my dad was convinced I was being torture raped, and uh, so he he got he got the money together and. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, and actually, here's a nice little, you know, tie off is. Um, uh, you know, when I got all that money last year, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, one of the things I did was I paid my father back f- that $500 for bail. For bail from like 15 years yeah. before. And, you know, a few weeks ago, I, I just thought to myself, like, he didn't even remember that. I sure would like that money now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's that, a timer? Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll te- uh, tell you this joke. Yeah, what was the joke? After this break. After the break. Oh, geez, you gotcha. better stay tuned. Hey, gang, this is Tim the Toolman MK. And I got a few tips for things to fix up around the house. Uh, today we're going to talk about garbage disposal. So... Uh, If your garbage disposal is broken, it's a pretty simple fix. Basically, all you need to do is call the landlord. Here's the thing. Uh, You and none of your roommates actually want to do it, so you just let the garbage disposal be broken for four weeks. And how do you solve it? Well, I went out of town, and I was like, surely somebody will take care of it. And I get back. Is the garbage disposal fixed? Absolutely not. Still broken? (laughs) 
still broken and probably will be until we move out. So guys, this has been Tim the Toolman MK with some helpful tips on how to fix your garbage disposal. <laughs> uh, you haven't even said the joke yet. I and did say it. You weren't listening. Oh, no. Welcome back. Uh, <laughs> right before the break, I was going to tell a horrible joke that I heard in jail, and I started to second guess whether I should tell it. But you um, have to. But I have to, because... You we know, left it, on a cliffhanger. In the context of being in that holding cell, mm-hmm. I was really like, you really start to like adopt, you know, these sort of like behaviors of everyone else. You, mm-hmm. you really do assimilate, you know, yeah, fast. Yeah, yeah. So, so this guy told a joke. He's like, all right. Uh, he's like, so this guy s- gets sent to jail. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, he's walking. <laughs> it's, jail it's a jail joke <laughs> about jail. jail. Yeah. So he. Very specific audience. Yeah. We're, we, we know our audience. <laughs> so he goes into his. He goes into his. Uh, you know, and he's like a, a white collar sort of, you know, mm-hmm. he's he got sent there, you know, maybe whatever. But he's there for life. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. So he walks into his cell. He meets his cellmate and he's just this like giant buff fucking shaved head, you know, yeah, uh, mean looking guy. And so, he, you know, they they introduce each other and he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm this. You know, mm-hmm. the guy's like, hey, my name's this. And he says, so. This is how it's gonna work. If you, when you're my cellmate, you have you have two choices: you can be the husband, or you can be the wife. <laughs> and the guy thinks to himself, he's like, "Oh, I don't want to be the wife. You know, I don't want to suck no dick. <laughs> I want to be the husband." And so he says to the guy, he says to him, <laughs> he says, he looks at he, says he, say? he looks at well, he, you know, he's like, "I don't want to be the wife." So he says to the guy. Okay, I'll be the husband. Mm-hmm. And then the guy says to him, Okay, sounds great. Now get over here and suck your wife's dick. <laughs> That's not and the whole, all 40 of us erupt in laughter. It is the funniest joke that anyone has ever said. And I think looking back on it now, it was just through sheer terrifying fear everybody's nervous we're all uh, nervous terrified yeah don't know what's gonna <laughs> There's happen already just this built-up tension in the room so and much just tension. any release valve would work yeah and then you know i i said that joke for a while after i got out because i was like that's not a joke yeah that's a horrible thing <laughs> that probably happened many many times uh so i'm glad i said it yeah I'm, it'll be out there forever so yeah. now we can move on we can move on i don't want to talk about it anymore we okay. can move on my therapist wouldn't hear it why should you so when you're when you got out of jail though Oh, yeah. So you got out at 3 a.m. Like 3 a.m. And your dad bailed you out. My dad What did your dad say to you? He wasn't even there. Oh, okay. So I, so, because my dad didn't have a car. Right, Uh, right. So basically he bailed me out and then my mom came and picked me up. And she, you know, she was like, I mean, I was in there for so long for what I did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because what I did. So, you know, because we had to drive, you know, to like Clatsop you know, ding dong County, mm-hmm. uh, see the judge. And when she found out, 
she was like my mom's age. She was like for sure a mom as well. You right, know? right. And when she found out that I had been in there for two days, like she almost started crying. She was like, oh, my God. That's insane. So I pretty much, you know, never had to go to a drug and alcohol class because... It, it you like that, like served. time served? Yeah. yeah. I went on to abuse Maybe that should be the name of the podcast. Many, many time served. Time served. <laughs> That's the name, baby. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, I wish I could say that I learned my lesson from that, but it was many, many years after until I finally did. Wow. Uh, the only thing that ever happened to me, so when I was 17, I, I smoked cigarettes. Did you smoke cigarettes? Mm -hmm. Did you start smoking pretty young? Uh, I think yeah, I think it was like sixteen or something. I, I never, started, I never I started smoking weed before I started really smoking cigarettes. Oh wow, they always made me see. Sick. I, being from the south, I think like it's crazy how even in like the last fifteen years it's like changed. But yeah. like you, people just smoked. Yeah, like in Texas, and I like I would still drink too. Did they drink? They would drink, but was was marijuana incredibly hard to find? I don't, you know, I don't. I know some of the kids in high school that I just never did. I never got into weed. I don't know why. Yeah. In high school. But I did smoke cigarettes. And yeah. I would literally, like, walk. Like, there were times I would skip class, go out to my car, and just smoke cigarettes in the parking lot in the, in high school. And uh, so one time, I was, with my, I was with a buddy of mine in high school, and we were driving. So in Mineral Wells, there's this old place called The Base. There's a base... <laughs> there's uh, this place called the base it's an old abandoned like air force base mm -hmm. and like you just drive around the base that's what you do for fun in mineral wells yeah and so we would after school what a cool town what a cool town so simon's been there I did we drive there. around the base we drove past it yeah i would like dad. literally just imagine had a great time angsty 17 wells. year old mk driving around the base listening to lincoln park smoking cigarettes <laughs> and my 1982 cadillac el dorado like that I was yeah. So far. You're yeah. smoking. You're like, I don't belong in this town. Yeah. <laughs> and so one time I was driving around on the base with my uh, with a friend of mine, and we were smoking cigarettes, 17, uh, and we threw a cigarette butt out the window. Yeah. And a cop immediately, I didn't see the cop, and they Ooh. just, and this is like Texas where there's like burn bans and shit, and it oh, could have yeah. been like a huge deal. They pull us over. He comes to the window. I'm terrified. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, like, I'm about yeah. to get in a lot of trouble. And uh, he's like, did you know there's a burn ban on right now? You could have set this whole area on fire. It's really dangerous. How old are you? Oh, you're not even 18 and you're smoking cigarettes. Ooh. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, it's like tr like typical, like, cop, tight clothes, sunglasses, pulls it down. You're not wearing your seatbelt either. You, you know how many things I could ticket you for right now? I could take you in if I wanted. And fine, he goes back to his car, comes back. He's like, all right, give me the cigarettes. And I give it to him. And he just uh, crackles them up, confiscates them, like, all right, you guys can go. Wow. That's some priv. That's privilege. That's some well. privilege. Uh, that should be the name of this episode. <laughs> privilege little Fs. I feel like your story is not very privileged. Like, no, kinda no, it like, started off where I was like, wow, everything's going my way. Yeah. And, uh, nah. It's been two days. Yeah. Yeah, two full days. I... Uh, I earned it. Yeah. Um, I, the only thing I will, I mean, it was just a small town and everybody knows everybody. Yeah. So. Did you know that cop? I don't think I did, but I mean, it's like, yeah. yeah. I didn't know him personally, but I'm sure like. Man. 
Well, that was uh, a hell of a. So who, that's the. Who knew we would we'd get so real? We had no idea. This I had what no. We I, talk there's about. no. I had no plan to talk. No about. plan. But then you know, uh, so this is uh, very exciting. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have no guests today. We have no guests. And I kind of. This is a guest-free episode. This is guest-free zone. <laughs> um, and I, I like it. I like you it. It is nice. It, I think we should do this every once in a while. Every once in a while. Just check in and yeah, catch two of up. Us, you know, I never talk you got to stories. you. I never talk to you outside of the podcast. Yeah, we hate each I other. Refuse <laughs> to talk if to I you. have to look at your dumb face. Uh, what do you think of this haircut? <laughs> yeah, you, I, you do have a great haircut. It looks good. It's Here's, here's uh, I was thinking about this. Every time I get a haircut that I'm like, I don't know about this, mm-hmm. which is this haircut because I'm like, ah, it's kind of too short. You know, I'm like, I don't know. Every single person that I see who hasn't seen me in a f- couple weeks are like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, I love your haircut. Mm-hmm. And then when I get a haircut that I think actually does look good, nobody ever says anything. So I feel like I just have bad taste <laughs> and I shouldn't trust myself it, w- with my hair anyway. I think it looks good. Yeah, people love it. It looks good. I mean, I'm I'm warming up to it. Yeah, I guess also it's kind of tighter than usual, right? It's, it's, it's tight. It's like a little tighter on the side. I don't know. I think it makes you look younger. It does make me look, because when my hair grows out on the side, I get the, you know I'm going gray. He's got some grays. I'm going grandma but it gray. It's very. It looks very distinguished. Oh man, I was wearing. Uh, <laughs> I stole. Some when a woman goes gray, she looks distinguished. When a man goes gray, he looks like an old hag. <laughs> <laughs> I think you meant to. Yeah, it's the opposite. That. Yeah, but in my opposite. mind, in a perfect world, it would be that way. Yeah. To me. Well, it's not. You um, old hag. You old hag. I want to start calling each other old hags. You're, yeah. You you're old, old squawking <laughs> hag. But anyway, when my hair grows in too much on the sides, I mean, it is. It's mm-hmm. Grandma Gray. It's Grandma Gray. Um, I'm starting to get also some Also, shout out to my grandma who uh, has loaned me so much money and just given it to me. And I love your grandma. I've never met her. She's if, great. Can I meet your grandma if I go to Portland? Of course. Is she in Portland? She, yeah. My, How old her is and your my grandma? mom live together. Oh, really? They're roommates. We got to oh, have them on Oh, that. my God. That would be so much fun. When we go to Portland, we are going to have my mom Will and they grandma. do it? Of course. How old is your grandma? They love showbiz. <laughs> There's no business like showbiz. <laughs> they have canes and top hats. Yeah. We're in our 60s, <laughs> living together. <laughs> They're both in their 60s. My mom and grandma. Your mom's 69. Your mom is six. Your grandma's 69. Your mom's 60. She had her at nine. Yeah. That's terrifying. Okay. I love the idea that they think this podcast is show business. They don't. <laughs> they for sure don't. I think it is. <laughs> We're they... both wearing like gold sequined vests right now. Yeah. Just like, let's give them the rassle dazzle they want. In my head, show business is just anything from the 60s that's a movie. Yeah. That's, that's that all is, show business. That is show business. I mean, I, I consider it, yeah. The 50s and 60s. 50s and 60s. Uh, so we got off freaking topic again. Oh, yeah. I uh, mean, are we ever on topic? Yes, because we have a new segment. A new segment. That's very exciting. And this is kind of what we always wanted to do. It's like we've all had roommates. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And we've yeah. all this, had okay, terrible roommates. Doing. Yeah. Mostly. I don't think, I mean, this is the best roommate situation that I've ever had. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I hate it, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but I think we've all had, you know, horrible situations. So what we want, you know, you can uh, email us at roommatesforlifepodcast at gmail.com mm-hmm. or just send us a DM on our Instagram, which is at roommates, roommates for, for life, life pod. pod. 
and uh, send us any you know story about crazy the craziest roommate situation, bad roommates. We love them. We'll, the crazier unique, the better. Unique living situations, and we will read it on the air. Give all of your personal information. Yeah, bank account number. Routing. Yeah. Every- address. <laughs> geolocation. Social security number. Yeah. Uh, and so what we're going to do right now is we have, uh, we got a bad roommate story written in mm-hmm. by... Uh, none other. None other. Than? My mother Mommy. and future roommate. <laughs> this, Once this and ba- future roommate. What if this bad roommate story is about me? <laughs> I haven't even read it. I don't even know what it says, but... Uh, uh, so should I read it? I feel like I should read yeah, it. Yeah, you got to read it. I, since it's, so the story with this is... Your mom was messaging the roommates for life Instagram account and didn't realize it was me responding and I didn't realize it was your mom. So yeah, there's just because my mom's Instagram is her is her clothing yeah, company. I was like, who's this Who's Rattlebones uh, and what are all these doll clothes? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we got some wacky followers. Yeah, uh, <laughs> let me tell you something about our followers. Uh, they uh, make doll clothes. I love it and only. then I was wrong. All right. So your mom sent us a couple notes. A couple uh, of notes. A couple things. Uh, but first, I just want to address this. She said, I don't know if you guys listened last week. We do have garbage disposal issues going on. And the big mystery is how did it get broken? And my theory is that Simon put eggshells down it, and you're not supposed to do that. But, of course, we didn't Google it. And your mom responded with, and mind you, I didn't know this was your mom. I thought yeah. this was just a fan, yeah. one of our legions of fans. I mean, she is a big fan. Saying, well, yeah. Uh, she said, I would prefer you not put eggshells down the garbage disposal, but if you do, follow them up with lemon rind. Oh, why? I don't. She didn't say. She didn't say why. Uh, just just a, a mystery just lemon rind. Just a mom tip there. Well, I'm sure she And then, will. so this is her story. This is her roommate's story. Uh, when I was 20, I lived with, a, with rotating roommates in a townhouse in Denver area. One of them only ate beef liver and fried eggplant, which she cooked every day, twice a day. Because her naturopath friend told her to. Fried liver and fried eggplant every day. And that's a story. That's that's not that's worse than me and my disgusting eating habits. I mean, yeah, I don't I'm actually not sure what what fried liver smells like. Yeah. Uh and I but I've tried to like eggplant. I just can't I wanna like eggplant, but it's Maybe I used to have a together. I used to have a roommate who would cook. He had like his own out of home, you know, little catering company. Mm-hmm. So every morning he would get up and make like all the sauces and stuff. But one thing he would do is pre-cook like four trays of bacon. Oh, and it would smell the whole house as somebody like, that cooks a lot of bacon it would smell the whole house yeah it would smell the whole house up like bacon and bacon seeps into your clothes yeah and then you just smell like bacon and the next thing you know you're in improv 101 class smelling like bacon smelling like bacon also <laughs> i i thought it was the most selfish thing that i'm forced to smell like the food that you wouldn't share with me 
Oh, yeah, that is rude. You know? Not I, even just a pea. It's just one piece of bacon. I have to wake up every morning to the delicious smell of oh, bacon yeah. and then smell it on my shirts all I day. I always give you a little bit of my bacon. You do, and I appreciate yeah. that. You are I better... stink up the house, but I feel guilty about it. And then next time, do you want some bacon? He stinks up the house, sets off the fire alarms, <laughs> won't call the uh, landlord. It's been a while. We should actually start a countdown on the last time MK set off the fire alarm. We should have a little whiteboard that's just like how many days uh, yeah. without setting off oh, the fire yeah. alarm. I'll, I don't know how we're doing it all of the fire alarms are detached i've detached oh, everyone why. this is a fire trap we are in a fire trap he's like i haven't set off the fire alarm and then we just solved it we solved it but i think there's one left in your room and that's the one that's going off oh is that the one yeah so you're safe um yeah i'll always be i safe. also have well never mind i had a theory about something yeah and i forgot i lost Tell my it. train of thought i don't oh remember i'm so dumb uh, <laughs> pretty much like I've had so many insane roommates that, uh, that are all the same person. Yeah. Um, not you. <laughs> so we were talking about this before, but I mean, I, that roommate, I think we were talking about last week, the roommate who tore up his own bread yeah. and then wrote fuck off on yeah. the carpet in his own bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy truly, I mean... I'm not going to say his name. I don't know if he's stalking me still. Are you? Leave me alone. All right? <laughs> we live across from the Japanese Cultural, Cultural Center. Center. Okay. Um, I actually did think he might kill me. but uh, Simon lives in apartment number... No, I'm not going to say Yeah, well, you do too. I do too. Simon is downstairs. I'm upstairs in our apartment. There we go. I will put arrows down the hallway and on Lead the door. Lead you to his room. Uh, anyway, so he, yeah, real creepy guy, real psycho. Um, and one day, <laughs> one of my, he also would hoard, he would like go to Costco and buy just uh, a, a full family worth of like toilet paper paper towels and then hoard it in his room and not share it with anyone or even like have us chip in on it you yeah know? yeah and but you know that's right his right to do that yeah so one day you know my roommate got tired of using wendy's napkins as toilet paper and <laughs> toilet paper toilet or we were just out either one Hadn't made a Wendy's run in a while. <laughs> our sponsor. Uh, our Do you got the trip. Wendy's runs? <laughs> From too many Wendy's runs? Yeah. Uh, use these uh, recycled paper napkins. So my roommate, uh, one of my roommates got tired of that, and he mm -hmm. went into his room, took a roll of toilet paper, put it in the bathroom. I come home the next day, and this <laughs> son of a gun, this freaking... Serial killer has taken three or four rolls of his own toilet paper, shoved them into the sink, and then filled it up with water. Wow. And left it for whoever, which that whoever was me. And <laughs> avoiding conflict, I cleaned it all up and didn't say anything. And just like with the bread... He never brought it up either. That's insane. Yeah. I feel like that's almost more nuts than the bread. He would never say... The bread's say, pretty weird. The bread's... I mean, that was funny, though. That was like... I was yeah. like, good for you. Yeah. 
<laughs> you were actually a little proud of it. Yeah, I actually <laughs> ate some of the bread, too. I was like, well, thanks. I mean, It's like a Hansel and Gretel situation. Yeah. Ooh, <laughs> I don't have to sneak it anymore. Uh, you start cooking with it. You actually like, fry, I fry it, it up. Make some croutons. Yeah. <laughs> For your salad. It's the fuck you bread. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fuck you crouton. Yeah, so... Uh, I mean, I feel like my, I feel, mom, I feel like you got another crazy story about. There's got to be some. Liver's pretty bad though. Liver's bad, but also, you know, my mom, my mom's been known to fry up some liver and onions from time to time too. Yum yum yum. Uh, I don't know. I've never. I have eaten liver because when I worked at Chicken Express ooh. in Mineral Wells, Texas, that we had fried chicken livers, and I would have to go through the uncooked livers and pull off. Uh, the poop sacks. I don't know. Is that the livers that Are have the serious? poop sacks? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because you get a like. You, we got them in a big bag. I don't know if it's a lizard. So the lizards and the gizzards. I had to go through all of them, <laughs> and I think it's the lizards that had poop sacks, and the gizzards had something else. I had to take off, and it was only like one in like a hundred would have it. But it was a little like. But you still had to look at. I had to like. I like had to go through all of uh, it. That's when you know your job freaking sucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I gotta, I gotta go through all these livers Liver. and gizzards to yeah. make sure they don't have a. Poop I sack. weirdly miss that job, and one day want to own my own fried chicken restaurant because <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah, all you gotta do, it's just gotta be fresh and brined. That's the secret to good fried chicken. You gotta brine it. Brine oh, it. Yeah. yeah, we should cook some fried chicken here. Anyway. Yeah, that is. Mm, I feel sack. like Simon's mom. We love you a lot. Thank you for listening. If you got uh, any other crazy stories, let us tell yeah, us your craziest story about Simon being your roommate. Oh my God, I actually know which story she would tell. Yeah, but she she should tell it. That's a story that mom. If you're listening, I know what story. It involves me. <laughs> some. I love that this podcast is now just for Simon. <laughs> it's for me. She's our number one fan. And my mommy. And, and uh, it, it involves me. Mm-hmm. A little too much beer. Ooh. And, the twist. Uh, and you know the rest. Uh, <laughs> I don't know the rest. I'm talking to my mom. <laughs> uh, oh, but well. she'll never write that story in. <laughs> Basically... <laughs> What happened <laughs> is I uh, I got very I got very drunk. Uh, I fell asleep. Yeah. And then uh, I thought I was going to the bathroom, and it turns out I was peeing all over uh, the computer chair. Stop it, Simon! In my mom's bedroom, <laughs> and she like screamed at. Me. She's like. <laughs> I actually don't remember any of it. I just yeah. woke up the next day and a bunch of the pillows from my mom's room were on the floor of my room. And I was like, that's not good. What happened? And then Evan is looking at me so disgusted right now. Uh, I, I was Not just Evan. Everyone. <laughs> I'm also looking yeah. at you terrified. I basically. I feel so bad for your mom. I basically slept, slept walk, drunk. Yeah. And just. And here, the only thing I do remember is that I was like lifting a pillow up like it was a toilet seat. <laughs> because I'm considerate. You're considerate. You put the pillow back I down. I put the pillow back down afterwards. I always do, ladies. It's, I'm off the market, so but if I weren't, you uh, know, I, I always put the toilet seat back down. I don't think I've ever, like, I have nightmares that I've, like, peed. 
somewhere. I'm not supposed that to. That was the only I'm time drunk. I've ever, like, di- I've never, like, peed the bed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Even when I was a kid, I never. I was a bedwetter for a little while. Were you? Probably a little too late, if we're being honest. Isn't that the sign of a serial killer? They did that? I mean, this notebook is this the is, sign yeah, of a serial true. killer. We got to take a picture of this to let them know. We haven't. We got a. We got a few minutes left, and we haven't even done confrontation corner, Simon. I know. And you. Uh, and I've in MK my serial killer notebook. I've started a confrontation corner page. Yeah, he's got a queue. I got a queue. I got it backed playlist. up. And I, I, this isn't going to be my confrontation corner now. Maybe ever since I'm u- using this as a primer. Oh, that's too deep, huh? But. One of my confrontation corners theoretically could be that I always come with these great confrontations to talk about. And Simon's like, well, my confrontation is your poop smells or something dumb that doesn't mean anything. And I'm the one that looks horrible because I'm going through for the jugular. I have very specific things. Well, you look horrible right now. (laughs) I mean, I'm bleeding out of the eyes. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's your confrontation. That's not my confrontation. That's, that's just the not, primer for. That's just something, that's just something that I do. That have said? a larger concern. That's not that shitty. Okay, uh, tell, tell you say your it's confrontation. Like, it's like that thing where it's like we're gonna fight, and then yeah. I like actually pull a hit, uh-huh. and you're like, oh, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, and you don't do anything back, and I look like the asshole. Oh, I do something back. It's mental. It's mental. This is what you're... Anyway, what is my confrontation this week? My confrontation... Uh, I don't... Okay. He can't read his I can't own read my own handwriting. Oh, I have a confrontation. Yeah. The and this ya? is... And I, this is... I'm sure a lot of roommates have this confrontation yeah. for... You know, we our place, we do have a fridge in the house, not just one on the street. We're very lucky. Uh, we got a house fridge. We do have a house fridge, and we have its friend. Sometimes it likes to go outside and play with the one on the street. Aww. But, um, no, we also have an icebox, a freezer, if you will, in the fridge. And we also have three ice trays in the freezer in oh, the fridge. Boy, here we go. <laughs> and three ice trays, four roommates. We're, I'll say one of the ice trays, not a very good ice tray. It's blue. It, oh, you have the time one? where you can't like get the ice out it. of it. It is a bad ice tray. So let's say for all intents and purposes, we have two functional, <laughs> white, healthy ice trays. Uh-huh. And I swear to God... Every time I come down to get ice, there's about four cubes left in one of the ice trays. I don't I, I don't even it's just refill the ice tray. When there's you, four? Well, well I don't even know. And I don't know this isn't even maybe a confrontation directly about? at you, but Somebody always they f- they get to one ice tray and uh-huh. they see that they oh so there's, there's all like three two, of them have four yeah all three of them are like oh yeah that's me there's like two or three cubes left in the ice tray and they I move just on move to the, to next, the next one, one instead of just like emptying it and refilling the ice tray yeah hundred percent and that I is my that. confrontation for the week it's pretty annoying <laughs> it's so annoying yeah and I'm I'm very good I always refill the ice tray and I never say anything. Well, I, I you said something now. I did, and I've, it's been buried, and I had to express it. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, that's a legit concern <laughs> and confrontation. <laughs> and also, from my angle, totally indefensible. <laughs> because I hate filling up ice trays it is more than anything. I also don't even... I weirdly kind of enjoy here's, it here, here's in what, a weird way. Here's what, uh, here's what uh, I use the ice for. Mm-hmm. Just to put in my bong. <laughs> Just to put in the I'm very diligent about changing the ice and water in me. Bingo, bongo, bingo. <laughs> bingo. That's, you know. Well, that. 
I forgive you. <laughs> Forgetting that at you yeah, about I the ice chains. Yeah, I forgive you for that. I can't believe you said it. That's your confrontation. Wow. <laughs> and um, your confrontation for me is yeah, I that got, you're sorry. Well, and here's I one. Like okay, so every time, you know, <laughs> I know uh, that, you know, there's no one. Only a neighbor mm-hmm. would be able to break in to <laughs> our house through this the patio. <laughs> but for whatever reason, call it Texas Trust. <laughs> MK refuses <laughs> to lock the door uh, on the screen on the screen door. So mm-hmm. I come home sometimes in the morning. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell. I've come home and that door's been open. That was open. I did leave it open overnight. And I've already brought it up. It's been brought we up. We don't live in mineral wells, squeedily ding dong. <laughs> where any the cops town are USA. letting you go for yeah, nearly burning down a Crush field. your cigarettes and say, get out of here. Live healthy. Yeah. Say hi to your mom. You know? I hope you have a good season. <laughs> we, live in, we live in Mad Max. <laughs> we do live in so, Mad Max. Uh, you know, as someone who grew up in the big city, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was always taught to instinctually lock the doors. Yeah, Nothing yeah. drives me more insane than people that refuse to lock their doors mm-hmm. or put on seatbelts. Okay. Really? My, Is that true? My ex-girlfriend uh, lived, you know, in same, I mean, she was like upstate New York and she lived in like, you know. Sweet home, you know, Woodstock, you know, everybody's bleh. Yeah. And so it would drive me crazy. Never, mm-hmm. would never remember to lock the doors. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, we live like on a main strip. I see in Los I, Angeles, in, off the highway. Yeah, I see bums, you know, sleeping in front of. I mean, we definitely need to be locking the doors, even the out, even the one to the courtyard. So I like how I your like confrontation the- was pretty, you know, shallow and you know, baseless, <laughs> and mine is like about actual safety. <laughs> I'm on the first floor. They get you to are, me first. They're getting to you first, and especially after the one stalker that I'm giving him specific directions. I mean, this is on tr- how to get in. Yeah, this is uh, <laughs> so. Just just, you know, maybe I, make I an will. effort. That is on me. And that is a very valid confrontation. To keep us safe. To safety. Yeah, and maybe I'll try to keep fresh ice in the... Uh, <laughs> well, I do think no, there is... No, it's It's not even annoying. I think it's like a serial killer trait or something that you, like, empty an ice tray except for two cubes and move on to the next ice I tray. Wish, I wish it was... I, I like how... We got to go back and listen <laughs> to how many times each of us has said psychopath <laughs> or serial killer. killer. Uh, it's a lot. Honest, honestly, it's just pure laziness. Yeah. We're not thinking of better words. Oh, no, the ice tray. The it's ice, probably, yeah, ice yeah. tray, yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, it's it's just pure lazy. lazy. It's I, not, it's not uh, you I know, will I'm not say doing it methodically. There are things or, like, are you, uh, this could be a confrontation for another day, but it, it is one of the weird things that it doesn't bother me. I mean, this could be a confrontation for you for another day, but one of my like I, chores that I just absolutely hate uh-huh. is taking the trash out. And you always do it. And so I do feel like we have a good balance of like, "Ah, I'll do the ice trays. Oh, okay. I know. I did take it out yesterday, actually. And I hated it. I hated every second of it. It got too full, and then I took it out, and I had to put a second bag, and then I put it on the floor, and then there's trash juice on the floor, and then I had to clean the floor. Ugh. Anyway. What a tough life. What a tough life. But I think we squashed it. I'll do better about the door. I will do better about the ice trays. Mm. All right. Or well, I'll just throw them all away. <laughs> <Just throw them. laughs> Man, 
Well, we really, you know, we've covered a lot of territory. I today. was, I was worried. I was like, do we have enough to squawk about? Turns <laughs> out, just, quite a bit. Just two ostriches squawking yeah. away. Turns out, <laughs> I can always go into the old meth well. <laughs> uh, so that's great. Uh, anyway, well, uh, this has been a fun one. This is a great episode. This is a great one. We'll I do see think what the viewers say, and you know, seriously, folks. Send us your crazy roommate stories. Send us any crazy story about living situations, anything. We want to hear it. We will read it. Mm -hmm. If you want us to give you a shout out, you know, we got like somewhere, you know, 30, 50,000 followers. We've hit a million downloads this week. A million downloads. So, you know, you'll get a good bump in your socials. Minus a few. Minus a few. If you want a good bump, uh, (laughs) you know, send us your story. We love to hear it. And we love you. We love you. Um, This has been Roommates for Life. I'm MK. Big Hog Paulson. I am Simon Little Baby Pee Pee Gibson. <laughs> and, and our producer, Evan Main. And our wonderful producer, Evan. Uh, thank you. And Simon. Huh? I love you. Oh, I love you too. Uh.